just ate some fudge. Hello, this is Wood John Rother. Today I'm sponsored by Toberide. And I'm John, and I can't wait for this St. Patrick's Day special. What happened to you two? I'm not even going to carry it on. John turned into a toddler, and John forgot what day it is. <laughs> you told me I had, to, I had to be quick, so I don't know why, but I turned into Barry Scott. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly who you sound. I was like, my name is John, and I like the Toblerone. Um, yeah, well, I guess I'm not John. <laughs> this is Wood John, rather. And uh, what you can clearly see, there's some energy, seeing as we missed John last week. Did you did you enjoy the episode that you missed? Was it more fun being on the other end? Uh, that's a loaded question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, the real question is, did our fans come and find you? As requested. In, uh, no. Oh. Uh, if, if you should, I should, do, you, do you want to ask some questions then, John? Yeah, why not? This is a podcast where someone calls John asks other people who are called John and not John questions. Uh, would you rather... Have, have we have we just all broken? It's episode 50 and none of us seem to know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> no, I'm going to ask a question, okay? Okay, we'll dive right would in. You, we'll dive right in. Would you rather eat the heart of your best friend or your pet? What if they're the same person? Um, yeah, that that's pretty fucking dark. Because... Um, Alpha is very much gone. Uh, so if I were to eat his heart, I'd be eating about a tablespoon of ashes, which is probably easier than telling either of your parents, especially Matt's parents, who don't even like me, um, that I murdered their child so I could eat their heart. Um, I'm I'm gonna have to go with best friend purely because we're about to get a cat, and if Lauren so much as hears me say that I'm gonna eat our cat's heart, then. I'm not going to have a cat or a girlfriend anymore. So yeah, I'm going to eat my best friend's heart. I don't. I don't have a pet. My pet is dead. <laughs> do you want? Do you want John? Do you want to swap? Which John are you talking to? The other John. And I'll just I'll I'll <clears> bite <throat> the bullet and end my relationship by talking about eating my poor six-week-old kitten's heart. <laughs> well, if. If all goes well, wait, wait, what, what date are you picking your kitten up on? Uh, uh, mid-April-ish, early April. One of the early teens, maybe pre-teen. I've never referred to a month as pre-teen. That's, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. yeah. This is uh, some, there's definitely <laughs> some, some fan fiction somewhere that's just been invented, but, uh, ooh. Uh, what, when is the, the, is it the 15th? Yeah, if all goes well, on the 15th, I shall be bringing my puppy home. Just in time for dinner. John, I've, I've got it. Tell me I'm your best friend. You're my best... Well, yeah, you are one of my best friends. Oh, I noticed he had to get one of in there. <laughs> Didn't he? Couldn't just say it. Couldn't just say it for, for the podcast benefit. We've been to Norway with my five like five best mates. I'm, I'm not going to single single you out. Well, I think I think I'll become your best friend after I tell you what I was about to say. Shouldn't have to earn it, but anyway. We'll now argue <laughs> I'll go with pet, you go with best friend. We'll now argue, but you need to do a better job because if you eat my heart, then no animals will die because then I won't be eating any animals' hearts. I've just realised John's my best friend. 
Yeah, but you can't Me. retroactively eat him before he asks the question. I never said when you have to eat your best friend's heart. I just said you have you're not to. Getting, you're not getting any younger. <laughs> oh, so it's not just like at the end of this question we have to go eat the heart. Yeah, no, not necessarily. Oh, okay. I, th- I mean, I you can if that's what you want to do. Oh, so it's like it's like those people that I cut. There's a, there's a name for them. They're not vegetarians, but they're like only eat roadkill. It's like that because it's still eating off the land. So you can so like I could wait until one of you guys die and then eat your heart. I mean, it wouldn't be the most fun wake I've been to, but <laughs> at least at least they'll be catering. Yeah, it'd be very open casket, wouldn't it? Yeah. Ugh. I'd still stick with animal because I wouldn't have to wait as long to uh, to find out what it tastes like. Oh, um, you, were, you it sounded like you, you were highly offended by the question to start with, but now you're just impatient, impatient for that delicious, delicious heart. Well, you know, I'm I'm expecting to outlive my dog, um, and I know I know what nice life it will have because it will be me looking after her. Um, whereas, you know, and you can spend its entire life feeding it food that will make it plump and good. I was I was thinking that I was actually going to go down the line if I was going to eat Matt's heart, then um, it would probably taste like a pepperoni. It's been pre-smoked, and I don't I don't know if it's something I'm into. Hey, you don't take smoke into the heart, and I'll have you know in recent years it has grown two sizes. Thank you very much. What, you know, been under. You know nothing about human anatomy. You know nothing of flavour, Mister. I put ketchup on everything. I don't. I haven't put ketchup on everything. In fact, I can't even tell you the last time I had ketchup on anything. That's a lie, if I've ever heard it. No, if I'm going to have any sort of sauce, I have barbecue sauce these days, but I'd probably have oh, barbecue sauce with a... 21st century man. Two or three times a week I'll have barbecue sauce for my food. Otherwise, I'll be having things like pastas and curries and things with gravy. So, you know nothing about me. Just because we went to Norway and all we ate was fucking pizza and burgers. That is true. <laughs> the, only time we, we, the only time we did yeah, the only time we didn't eat pizza and burgers was when we were literally in the middle of nowhere and had no choice. It was eat this or starve. And we had a fight over sour cream. You two had a fight over sour cream. <laughs> but to be fair, that was also because you ate all the bread. I didn't eat all the bread. <laughs> six people, six slices. John did the math and got that he's allowed two slices of bread. <laughs> I didn't count the bread. I was like, oh, there's bread left. So I'm going to eat. I'm meal. going to eat John's. Eat I'm going to eat John's heart because that way he's. And I'm not even going to wait for him to die. I'm just going to turn up one day, so he can't eat his dog's heart. And also there'll be more bread for everyone. Yay! Um, and also, and also, I'm going to eat John's heart because he he stuttered before he called me his best friend. Very unfair. Okay. Because I was trying to say that John was also my best friend. Am I, am I not allowed to have at least two? No. You've never sent me any BFFs. Oh. I'm going to say, he's turned us against each other. We both know that if we asked John his best friend, he'd say Kirsten. So, well, yeah. I'm going to decide this based on the answer to the next question. No, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> no, that's my trick. <laughs> oh, wait, you mean it's just going to be a general question? You're not going to ask the second question of would you rather in the three <laughs> question? <laughs> right, okay, I was what? like, what? That would really break the floor. What? <laughs> it would. It would be very interesting. Wait, can I guess? Um, are you going to ask the question same to the vol? What recipe are we going to use to eat the heart? I, I was... 
<laughs> I was gonna, yeah, basically, I was gonna say what what are you gonna serve the heart with? What are you what are you gonna fry up with it? Oh, well, maybe you're not gonna fry it. Maybe a salad. I don't know. What are you gonna have? Um, I mean, I'm tempted to say that I'm just gonna eat it raw. In fact, yeah, no, I am. I'm I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go Hannibal Lecter, and I'm think I'm gonna sear the outside of it, and then uh, treat it a little, a little bit like raisin steak because it's quite, quite a strong muscle. I'd, I'd put it in some sort of very, very hearty stew, and then it would just melt in your mouth. I'm okay. gonna, I'm gonna stuff go it with cheese and microwave it on full power. <laughs> oh. And then after I've oh. done that, I'm gonna put it in the fridge. Let it to cool down, and then I'm going to go into work the next day and just eat it like an apple. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, eating the heart of your best friend wins. For yeah! <laughs> for the most original way of eating your best friend's heart. Oh, I can't decide which would be more intimidating if I waited to do that when I was giving a disciplinary or I was getting a disciplinary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is... Oh. See, at first I was like thinking into the depths of my mind of every recipe that I've ever seen in all the places I've worked or eaten or everything going, what would I do with it? And then my brain just went, I don't fucking care. You're eating your best friend's heart. Probably doesn't matter. I'll fucking <laughs> stuff it with cheese and cook it up real quick. <laughs> and then apparently some, like, dark side of me that I didn't... I haven't spoken to him in a while when he just came back out and was like, take it to work. <laughs> so, yeah. That was brilliant. <laughs> oh, no. You remember whenever we've talked about me going to, like, therapy or counselling? And I've gone, no, I'm fine. Maybe... Maybe, maybe you're not. Yeah, maybe I'm not. Uh, John, lock I'm, being, I'm being polite by saying maybe. I, I definitely think you're not right. <laughs> oh, I mean, so no one's ever written... Something no else, one's... I'm going to have to tick off my organ donation card. I can't have my heart and you can't have my kidneys either. True. My kidneys are riddled with cysts and my heart is... Uh, it's got a dinner date with someone else. Some of the things we've said on this show, like if we ever broke any sort of law or anything would be on one of those documentaries on netflix 12 yeah. months later <laughs> he was premeditated he's always done stuff like this what microwaving a murder do you know what you you actually did really well there because in my head i didn't see how it wasn't going to be pet because <laughs> i just thought <laughs> but you know it just shows i'm open to persuasion yeah so Matt being spiteful and demanding to eat my heart right now and then packing it full of cheese is much nicer than waiting for, for my dog to live out its life and die. Nice, the, nice happy ending. The other, the other thing is is that I actually really, oh, really felt... No, no, no. I just felt really, really sad when I heard you having to talk about having to eat your pet's heart. And it just, I just couldn't give you the win when it, would, it was just so, well, heartbreaking. I don't, nobody wants to eat a broken heart. Ugh. It's like... It's, it's <laughs> well, that's, what, that's what you're going to be munching on. Like, best before date. Um, if you've ever eaten a heart stuffed with cheese of your best friend that you've microwaved, please get in touch with us at Would Jay Rather on Twitter, or leave an iTunes review about you uh, how you're concerned for John's safety, or just 
generally say hello. Alternatively, if you've not done any of that and you're uh, you're a more well-adjusted human being than any of us lot, please contact me at John Brava. No H's because uh, I had an idea. Now I don't. Uh, no H's that. because I need all the letters I can get for my cookbook, which is just going to be 365 days and ways to stuff a body part <laughs> with cheese. Um, and if you'd like to get hold of me, you can bury your message in the sand. Good. But make sure you leave like a big X in the sand so I know where it is, because I Gee. might lose it. Question two. I need some redemption. <laughs> Would you, you need rather... redemption? I just ate my best friend's heart. <laughs> but I need a win. I think we know which one's more important. True. You can buy mechanical hearts. You can't buy redemption. Mm. You, have to, you have to earn it. What if I bought you a mechanical heart? I still didn't win the first question, did I? No, but I, you're not dead anymore. And I'm not eight your heart, so surely that's redemption. I still need to redeem myself. Oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, so, would you rather live the lifestyle of a Colombian drug lord or a politician in China? I feel like we've had a Colombian drug lord question. But I'm gonna go with Colum- I'm gonna go with Colombian drug lord because I know nothing about politicians in China. I was gonna do the exact same, but I took too long. <laughs> um, number one, I'd struggle to be a politician in China because I don't speak Mandarin. That would be my first obstacle. So I don't think I'd be a politician for very long. Uh, if I was a Chinese politician, um, I'd just decide I was speaking English. Uh. If anyone tried to say anything against me, I'd be like, oh, sorry, journalist, you're uh, you're reporting against my forward-thinking ways. And then they'd either back down or they'd disappear. So I wouldn't have any problems with that. Embracing the totalitarianism. I like it. Well, you'd have to. Otherwise, if you try and try and make a change that's uh, too right or left-wing, I don't know which, which one they are. No one knows. So, yeah. No one, yeah, exactly. They know, that's all that matters. And if I'm part of them, they're part of me, and we're cool with it. So we're going to stick together. We're going to only have one child per household. We're going to copy all Germany's cars, and when they go, hang on a minute, that looks like our brand-new BMW M5, and we'll just go around, no, it isn't. What are you going to do? We're China. <laughs> looks nothing like that. And it basically is, because it's cool. Uh, and anyway, I'll have iPhones coming out my ears, because apparently that's where all the iPhones come from that aren't actually iPhones. So I'm not going to lose anything in technology, whereas you're going to be tracked around the world. No matter what you do, where you go, you're always going to have a target on your back. No one's going to fuck with me. I'm part of the uh, big brother from China. Yeah, because there's never been like a president that's been assassinated or anything like that. Um, and yeah, there's a target on my back, but that doesn't necessarily mean people know who I am. Otherwise, there probably wouldn't be many uh, drug lords about, really. And to be fair, from what we know of conspiracy theories, normally it's the politicians that cover up some of that stuff to do with drug lords. But none of those are my arguments. They're just, you know, bits, tidbits of information. My main argument is cocaine. No further questions. No further questions. <laughs> no further questions, but one statement. Only fools get high off their own supply. You know, it's what they say on the street level. You must know that being the, uh, being the drug lord that you are. So, yeah. in turn, you are a fool, whereas uh, I'm living up in... Uh, I know. never I never said I was taking 
I never said I was taking my own cocaine. No, you're taking never. Like a chump. I thought you called the market. You're obviously not a very good drug lord. I never, I never said I was taking my own cocaine. I never said I was taking any cocaine in general. You just shouted cocaine at us. No more questions. So I'm, I'm making statements and you're getting antsy about it. Not a very good politician then, are you? You don't need to be if you're a politician in China. You just say how it is and if people don't like it, gone. This this week, there goes our Chinese audience. Uh, Last week, it was truckers, was it not, that we lost? Yep. Yeah, this week, Chinese. This is probably not allowed to be aired in China because it's it's free speech. It's not been approved and, uh, yeah, it's not been approved. It's not been vetted by the Chinese authorities to be allowed to be distributed to the the wider market, which I think is a good thing. But if you were a Chinese politician, you could authorise us. I could. Open up our audience to more than a billion new people. Indeed, and that's what I would do because you're hinting at it. <laughs> well, <laughs> we've never we've never actually been anti-China. We've never been anti anti anything apart, apart from small demographics of people, which the Chinese aren't going to worry about. We've not been hugely pro-West. In fact, we've been and we've we've been the epitome of anarchists with invading Europe just cause. So, I think that they would they would have nothing to fear from us and our little three-person podcast. And they'd embrace us with warm and open arms. Well, I'd just like to point out how you jumped to conclusions, because my only argument was cocaine. I didn't say anything about it. I'm actually going to be a Colombian drug lord, and by that I mean I'm going to own the biggest pharmacy conglomerate, which is based in Colombia. Um, which Selling cocaine? No. That's what you said. No, I'm also a lord. I have a lot of land and I own the pharmacy and I've used all of my power and wealth to use and study the various effects of cocaine to make pharmaceuticals, which I deliver to the uh, poor, the poorer areas of South America for for cut cut prices. CEO, not a drug lord. Unless you're doing it for attention. No, this this see, see drug lord your- drug lords get a bad rep. I'm not a drug lord in the sense that you're thinking of drug lords. So why are you advertising it's, yourself as a drug lord? Well, because I, technically I am a drug lord because I'm a lord. Mr. Speaker, can you please tell him that he is wrong? <laughs> he cannot advertise himself as one thing and then claim he is another. This will not stand in the house. I mean, it's <laughs> it's semantics. I am a lord who deals in drugs, but. Caffeine's a drug, alcohol's a drug, paracetamol's a drug. Did he, did he get voted into his uh, constituency? I don't believe he did. I don't believe he's allowed to be talking in the House of Commons right now. Why are you in the House of Commons? I'm pretending this is the Chinese House of Commons, because I have no idea how China works. In fact, I've, I've got a very, very, very small grasp of how it works in this country. Whereas I have <laughs> I have, I have a, a beginner's understanding of how pharmacy, uh, pharmaceutical companies work, and they tend to take chemicals and experiment with them until they do something they want them to do with as minimal side effects as they want. So you're going to you're going to test all your cocaine derivatives on animals and children? No. That's not Why that's do you not... keep why do you keep trying <laughs> to make me evil? Because that's what happens in in drug testing labor, uh, laboratories. I don't know why I struggle with that word so much. So in actual fact by trying to turn myself into a good drug lord actually the good drug lords are the ones that are bad drug lords because they don't do as much damage as the I good don't think ones do. such a good thing as a good drug lord. What about 
You don't yeah. hear GlaxoSmith Klein going, we're drug lords. No, they're a pharmaceutical company. That's because none of them are actual lords. You're not a lord. <laughs> yeah, but you're not actually a Chinese politician. That's that's how this show works, John. 50 episodes <laughs> in, have you not figured it out? So are you are you claiming you're someone that that has got a a, a title like a duke and you happen to run a pharmaceutical company? Yes. That seems it's creative. It's creative. But but on the whole, it's like yeah, it's lame. Uh, what do you mean it's lame? <laughs> Chinese politician wins. Whoop whoop. I'll put in a good word with uh, Mr. Mao for you. <laughs> wow. After that first question, I was like, do I really want to go down? After uh, what I said before about all the things I'd do if I was an actual drug lord, mm, no. Let's <laughs> let's try. Oh, I should have done. I definitely should have done. You're trying to play the uh, white and white card, and that doesn't work. Mm. Damn. I should have just left it at cocaine. That was your strongest argument. I, I second guessed myself, and well, it all fell down. Yeah. Should have should have embraced the evil like John did. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd argue that I'm not sure he made any sense, but he was trying to be a politician, so yeah, it adds up. <laughs> okay, well, shall I ask the uh, third and hopefully final question? Yeah. Yeah, go on. <laughs> if it ain't broke. <laughs> I mean, I don't know whether it is or isn't broke, but. <laughs> Would you rather live in a world without poverty or without Pokemon? Mm, we live in a world that also that has poverty but no Pokemon anyway. So basically, we can live in a world as we do but Pokemon exists. Or we can live in a world as we do but poverty doesn't. I'm going to... Well, are we talking like actual Pokemon here or the franchise? Oh yeah, good point. Because if I if we can live in a world where poverty doesn't exist, but there can still be a Detective Pikachu movie. I'm all about that because there'll be enough people around the world that have enough of a steady income that we'll be able to to put back in and to nurture Nintendo and Pokemon and put no, more money. No, no. In, in one in one scenario, Pokemon exists in real life, or in the other scenario, the franchise never came into existence. No one. The word Pokemon never crossed anyone's lips. Okay, I'd, I'd still be right with that because there'd be something else that we could be equally passionate about. Just think how how big Harry Potter would be if it didn't have to compete with Pokemon. We'd all be about that Harry Potter life. Hmm. I think you're comparing apples and oranges with that fandom comparison, but so it is, it is very much apples and oranges. But if we're just... not going to have the apple, the orange is going to be twice as big. I'm just I'm just trying to confirm. So. In one scenario, we have no poverty, no Pokemon games, no real-life Pokemon that I can physically go out and catch and have, like, as, like, pets and things. But on the other hand, poverty still exists, but not only does the franchise game Pokemon exist, but also real-life walking around Pokemon physically exist. Yes. Okay. Then, yeah, I'm going to go with Pokemon existing. So you'd love, rather live in a world without poverty? No, I'd rather live in a world with poverty. Oh, right, yeah. Okay, sorry, I'm getting confused. Too many double negatives. Yeah. I, but, I wait, Pokemon and no poverty? This is win-win. 
Yeah, I'd rather have no poverty and Pokemon. John, why are you picking poverty and no Pokemon? <laughs> you evil human. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. In the scenario without poverty, there are Pokemon. No poverty and there are Pokemon. So, so yeah. you've got no poverty you can, and... <laughs> you can live... Would you rather live in a world without poverty or without Pokemon? Yeah, so there'd be poverty and Pokemon or no Pokemon and no poverty. No. Yes, because poverty is a bad thing, John. Yeah, but if there is Pokemon... There is poverty. Yeah. Is there a direct correlation between Charizards and uh, people eating out of dustbins? We're just repeating each other. You either have both <laughs> or neither. No poverty, no Pokemon, or poverty and Pokemon. I'm going for poverty. No, wait. No poverty, no Pokemon. Okay, I'm going for Pokemon and poverty. Because I believe that people are generally good and would be no worse off than we currently are now, except when you go to relief efforts and things like that, there would be a lot more opportunities to help those people out with the Pokemon. Oh, we haven't got any water. Here, we've brought you a Blastoise. Oh, what's that? You need help building shelter after there's been a massive tsunami? Here's all of the Machoke and the Onyxes that are going to help us, you know, rebuild society. So, perfect. Max pro slave labour. No, they're not. They're not slaves because the people and Pokemon they're not work slaves. together. They're just wild animals that you captured in a small sphere and demanded. People they and do your po- for you. people and Pokemon work together. That is the whole point of Pokemon. But you know, people are shit, right? People are horrible. Yeah, but that's like me saying to any pet owner, "That's a slave. You've got a slave." Well, no, there are some people that tread on cats' heads. But there are some people who look after their pets, and more people look after their pets than don't. That is true. Yeah. Um, what, what is also true is the whole infrastructure of Pokemon is about battling and forcing, forcing them to fight each other. I'm, I'm not one for blood sports, but you know it, it does seem like glorifying bear baiting and cockfighting in a in a lovely animated cartoon form. And I, I just don't know if it'd be cool with that in. 21st century that we live in. Like boxing or MMA or American football or rugby or these are people any full, full contact sport. Consenting adults playing games against one another. Yeah, and if you ever actually paid any attention to Pokemon, there's plenty of Pokemon that don't battle or refuse to battle. And what do you do with them when they refuse to battle? Have them as pets, have them as friends, put them to work or release them back into the wild. There's plenty of Pokemon like... The Taurus that used to roam free just live in a safari park. Or Miltank that make milk, which they sell and bottle. Chansey's work as nurses. Or you can have actual qualified nurses. You wouldn't have the, to go through all the, the recall. The, the Chansey's are qualified nurses. They had to go to nurse's school. And there was, a single, school. there was a single nurse, Joy, who went with them. No, Jessie actually went to nursing school. That was it. And had to study alongside all the other Chansey's. And I'm sure she failed her test. So are we are we assuming that Matt's going to be living in the actual Pokemon world, or he's going to be living in our world, where he can go to the hospital and have to learn everyone's names rather than just going Nurse Joy, and then they're actually being a Nurse Joy? <laughs> I think so we'd still be in the sorting We'd still be in the same world. Yeah, Nurse Joy so, and Chansey's looked after Pokemon. They didn't look after people. No, don't don't be half, fucking half ridiculous. The half the charm of the world of Pokemon is the world itself. The Pokemon are pretty good. It did get a little bit silly now. We're up to about 6,000 of them now. I don't, I, I've lost track. I've not, not really kept up. 800 and something. Of, um, of the, the, what are they, police officer Jennies? Officer Jenny, yeah. 
officer journeys, having having the officer journey as a as a, as a staple throughout the world, having nurse joys as a staple throughout the world, that's that's all nice and lovely. It just makes everything a lot more familiar, a lot more homely. But if you've got that in this world, and you need to go like across the country to win Pokemon battles, and you get in over your head, you go to the centre of Birmingham, and someone gets an onyx and crushes your Pikachu to death using real world physics, no cartoon. You're going to feel <laughs> that your little mouse has been crushed by a literal massive snake made of rock. Because we're not in the quaint world, we're in this real world where Pikachu can be smushed into a paste. And anyway, yeah, I've not even I've not even talked about a world without poverty where people don't need to be greedy and don't need to um, resort to petty theft and vandalism. And crime rates would be at an all-time low because no one would have poverty, no one would be dying of dysentery and malaria and um, I mean, you're insinuating that crime only happens because of poverty. Crime happens because of greed as well. But, I mean, in my world, I could end poverty. I'll just get my onyx, like you said, and just go and crush everybody living in poverty. Poverty gone. And we're also no longer overpopulated. How does that fit in your fun little box? I went I too nice that... on question two. Let's fuck shit up. I was saying that real-world physics and Pokemon is, is just a horrible, horrible concoction. And you've just proven me right by smushing all the homeless people with your giant rock snake. I mean, phrasing. Why would you do that? Oh, you just made my question better. With Pokemon or without poverty. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> we knew what you meant, but you didn't sound like you knew what you meant. Yeah, it's all right. You guys worked it out. Yeah. <laughs> and you only just have. I think wherever, so, how, whatever, whichever way you slice it, poverty is always going to exist because of greed and, you know, that's just the way the world works. People want no, more. Change, no, 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 we're changing the rules. There is a world without poverty and it's been chosen. So there can never be poverty. Yeah, it can never be poverty. So I could just spend all of my money every <laughs> single day and never actually be in poverty. I don't know. There'd be, there'd be an infrastructure in place to look after you. There'd be a welfare system. Yeah, no poverty, surely. That would be like a communist state, then. No. Well, that's the only way that would work. No. Because otherwise I would just go out tomorrow and buy the biggest TV I could find with my paycheck, and then I can't afford rent or food for the rest of the month. And if I don't pay that, then I'll be in poverty. Oh. No, we we found a new system that works. But you don't know what that system is, <laughs> to be well, fair. Yeah, we, just haven't, we just haven't figured it out yet. To be fair, if you did, you wouldn't be recording this podcast with us. You'd be curing the world of poverty. <laughs> I think the closest thing we could come to with the idea of curing, um, curing poverty, eradicating poverty, would be to have the Star Trek-style replicators, where if anyone wants anything arbitrary or for sustenance, they would just ask the replicator for it, and it would produce it. So you would be able to... to flourish and thrive being well nourished and well rested and the small objects you might need like if your other half broke her hair straighteners you could just ask for it to be generating a set of them so that's a uh, hundred pound you've saved yourself on ghds um it's not going to print you out a new corvette because that's a luxury but to end actual poverty have the hardships of the daily necessities that you need to go out and buy to to live like i don't know cotton buds if you needed to so you're not going to have people with ear infections living on the street and stuff like that. I think that's the closest thing we could possibly come to it. So are we going to have a world with replicators that would um, 3D print food out of thin air for us? 
it's definitely not out of the realms of possibility, and they, to a certain degree, almost exist in the Pokemon universe. They don't replicate, but they can transport the Pokeballs from one location to another, literally, like, teleport them. And the problem with yours, replicators are going to need energy, and there's a lot of the, the poverty-stricken places where they don't physically have electricity or means of power. So how would you power those replicators? And so if you're going to replicate all that stuff, rather than having to replicate it as and when you need it, like if we had one in home, just walk up, boop, I want an apple, now I have an apple, you'd have to replicate, mass replicate, and then take it out to all the places where they're living in poverty. Where Yeah, do you, do you know what I'd do? I'd, uh, I'd hit boop on the uh, solar panel button and just keep doing that until I had enough solar panels to uh, to produce enough power for all the replicators that are going to be in the in the slums and the ghettos until people could um, not have to sift through garbage for the food. And anyway, I'm not I'm not supposed to be on here justifying how I'm gonna i I'm gonna solve poverty. I'm just supposed to tell us tell everyone else how bad it is and how Pokemon, as great as they are, are not gonna solve the world's problems. We're not gonna come together um, for anything less than Mewtwo destroying the world. And if that were to happen, we do not have the capability of contacting Mew. Because we're all shit people, Mew's running away from us. We don't uh-huh. have a good spirit like an Ash Ketchum. I'm, I'm, I'm going to use your argument against you, because you said people are generally shit people. And, yeah, you know what? We are, and most people are inherently selfish and don't actually care about people struggling in poverty. Most people, if you ask this question, would want to answer that they'd uh, eradicate poverty, but they'd probably pick Pokemon. So, that's Pokemon? A good, that's that's a good reason that we should, should we try should, and do our best to be good people. We should eradicate poverty, but I guarantee if you went out and took a poll, not of an actual poll of asking people, because they'd all say eradicate poverty, but if we said, would you rather eradicate poverty or never have to struggle, we'll put a million pounds into your bank account every six months for the rest of your life. People would answer eradicate poverty, but if you could actually ask them and they knew no one would ever find out, they'd pick the selfish option. Because most people, even the nicest people, are very much fuck everyone else. Doing the right thing is never easy. And when I... you've got a question like that, but I'm trying my best to be a good person, and I'm going to fight for the the belief that there are enough good people out there in the world. I'm and not I... saying if you Pokemon, you somehow awful. managed you somehow managed to correlate Pokemon with like get me out of here, celebrity island. So. Poverty wins. Get Wait. rid of it. Yeah, you need Uh-oh. to clarify. <laughs> Please don't just say poverty wins. <laughs> That's not a good catchphrase. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to live in a world without poverty. Because you made it sound like we're all going on celebrity love island. How? We're going to vote off. We're going Because you said most people would choose the selfish option. And it just made me think of a game show where we vote off our favourite celebrity. No, you vote off your least favourite celebrity. Oh, right, yeah, okay. So does that mean Pokemon wins? Because you no. go backwards. No. Pokemon, would never, was, po- Pokemon was never going to win that for two reasons. A, you're not a big Pokemon fan. And B, you were never, ever, ever on a public forum going to pick anything over <laughs> eradicating poverty. Yeah. I mean, I did say that I was going to eat the heart of my best friend, so I don't think you should make that assumption. <laughs> also, you are the biggest Pokemon fan out of the three of us. You had 
the most ammunition. I had to just basically go on a full-on rampage and discredit how Pokemon would translate to this world, and hoping it would stick. Anyway, let's not fall out, otherwise I won't have any hearts to eat. Yeah, can I just say as well, I'm really proud of us, because not a single one of us made any Pokemon puns during that entire thing. And don't make one now, because you'll ruin it. Ah! Sorry. I think we should do the opposite and make as many as possible. Before they get a chance, folks, this has been Would You Rather, and I've had a few up and downs this week. I don't know if I'm coming or going, so I'll see you next week, and I guess John's asking the questions. Let's get on it, X. That was a bit far, John, nothing eats, nothing. Somebody do it, Wait.